Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions with Father's House Church. My name is Michael Collier and it is my joy to share a devotion with you today as we continue our series titled, Have You Received the Spirit? So the first part of the series was in the build up to Pentecost. It was after Jesus had died and was resurrected and before he ascended, he told his disciples to wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus went up to heaven and he told his disciples we would receive power from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we would be witnesses in, or they would be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea and to the ends of the world. And so we spoke about what that means for us to be witnesses, to wait, to receive power from heaven and why it was important for Jesus to go so that God's presence could fill all the world by his Holy Spirit. And so we looked at that in the build-up to Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, like tongues of fire, and that the church grew by the proclaiming of the gospel in multiple languages, and that was a fulfillment of Scripture, and we saw what it meant for the believers to gather together and to enjoy the favor of God in almost heaven on earth in the sense of the generosity of Spirit, encouraging one another in the Lord, the Lord adding to the numbers daily. And so that built up to Pentecost. And from Pentecost, we're looking at what it means for us to be sent by the Spirit. And so our key text comes from John chapter 16, verse 7, where Jesus said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So Jesus was saying it is better for him to go and to pour out his Spirit upon all people, fulfilling Scripture that God would dwell in our midst and be in and with each one of us. And so we also wanted to look at this first week of this part of the devotional series at Ezekiel's vision in Ezekiel chapter 37, the valley of dry bones that God God knits together and then breathes his life on them. And so Lloyd shared about that yesterday in Israel the day before. And today I want to speak about what does it mean to be led by the Spirit or guided by the Spirit. So that a great army rose up in Ezekiel's vision. And the Lord said, these are the people of God and they needed to be guided by the Spirit of God. And so for an or- in order for an army to be affected, effective, they need an authoritative guide. The army formed from the Valley of Dry Bones in Ezekiel's vision in chapter 37 of Ezekiel becomes this vast army. And the Lord says, these are the people of God led by the Spirit of God. In order for us to be effective as the people of God, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. There are many things that could lead us. We can lead ourselves or we can be led by our emotions or the ways of the world or the Spirit of this world. Or we can be led by the Spirit of God. One way is pleasing to God and brings life and another way is hostile to God and brings death. We, what we choose to allow to lead us matters. And so my key text for today I want to read is Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And so God is saying here, as you reiterated in Ezekiel 37, that those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. We are God's children And He desires to lead and guide us into the fullness of life by the power of His Holy Spirit. 
So I'd like to give us five ways that the Spirit can lead us as God's children into the fullness of life so that we would be an effective army of God. The people of God would be effective in being witnesses for Jesus, in establishing God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven by being led by the Spirit of God. Firstly, the Spirit of God leads us to a position. That's what the Scripture is saying in Romans 8, 40, 14. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. It goes on to say in Romans 8, verse 15, The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry out, Abba, Father. It's a personal relationship. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. What a beautiful passage that says when we are led by the Spirit of God, it gives us a position. That position is as a child of God, the Most High God. Beautiful. Secondly, the Spirit leads us to peace. Romans 8 verse 6 says, The mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. There is a way of doing things in our lives that leads us to turmoil when we try and sort things out by ourselves or when we follow the ways of the world. But when we are led by the Spirit of God, not only are we children of God, but we are led in a place of peace and in fullness of life. So the Spirit leads us to peace. Thirdly, the Spirit leads us to God's presence. Psalm 139 says, Where can I go from your Spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. The Spirit of God means that the presence of God is with us always. He leads us into God's presence. The Lord our God will be with us wherever we go. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Spirit of God is the presence of God with us now and forevermore. That should bring us great comfort, great courage, great strength and great confidence, as well as great peace. And so fourthly, the Spirit leads us with power. So in order to be an army of God that is effective, we do need power. And Jesus said this in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. We do not act as an army of God in our own strength, but rather by the leading of the Spirit, we get power from the Spirit to be witnesses of God into all the world. So allow the Spirit to lead you in power. And finally, the Spirit leads us to a purpose. The Spirit gives us something more to life than simply living for ourselves. It is something greater than our own mission. It is Christ's mission, the great commission that Jesus gives us. That is our purpose. Jesus went on to say in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That is, be witnesses where you live and to the culture around you and then to the whole world by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the leading of the Spirit, it gives us a purpose to reveal Jesus Christ to the world, to the glory of God the Father. So today, may we invite the Holy Spirit to be our guide, to lead us into the fullness of life. That, that way, we'll be an effective army carrying the kingdom of God into the world. Light overcomes darkness. Life overcomes death.
we are invited by the leading of the Holy Spirit to be light and to bring life by the leading of the Spirit. To be led by the Spirit is not to be weird. To be led by the Spirit is to be a child of God and to partner with heaven in restoring the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that this encouraged you today to be led by the Spirit. Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you that the same Spirit that raised Christ from the grave dwells also within us. The same Spirit that breathed life into all creation lives also within us, bringing us life and peace. Thank you that your Spirit is with us always, that nothing can separate us from you, that your presence is with us. You call us your children and you bring us into peace. We thank you also that you bring us into the fullness of life by the leading of your Spirit and that your Spirit gives us the power to bear witness to you, a purpose to reveal your love to the world that is fully revealed in your Son, Jesus Christ. So Holy Spirit, we pray that you would lead us into fullness of life today to the glory of God the Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Daily Devotions today. We pray that this has been encouraging to you. Madela will be back with us for devotions tomorrow as we continue the series. And then Vincent's first Friday favorites special as he counts down the top songs, worship songs of the last 30 years or so is on Friday. Have a blessed day. God bless you and goodbye.